What's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? Excellent! Man, I'm glad we're all back. All of us. Welcome, everybody, to episode number... Is it 394? Uh, It's up there somewhere. 394, I believe. Episode number 394, Harry Hog Football. This is the first time in, like months that we've all three been on here i think <laughs> at it least is. two months for me oh yeah yep you glad to be back <laughs> reunited and it feels so good everyone's partying now out in Harry football like land that's right um, before we get too far into this podcast, I want to give a shout out and our continued thanks to Desmond C. Lee, uh, Desmond C. Lee too on Twitter, um, our benevolent sponsor who sent me an email this week that said he couldn't donate for some reason. Probably cause we weren't doing the podcast. No, to PayPal. Like he said it wouldn't work. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh. So, so, so we have to look into that. We got to figure out how to fix that cause we, we're not sure. So we're going to look into that. And uh, anyone else out there that wants to donate to the cause, um, yeah, we'll have PayPal fixed hopefully soon. Yeah. Being that it's our only source of income, donations, <laughs> and we don't even have it working, it shows. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The ultimate commitment from Harry Hogfoot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we almost, all right, we didn't even get a podcast in last week due to. Uh, um, all the sorts circumstances of <laughs> surrounding um, the football uh, podcast Americas people and, and stuff. stuff, but we are back USA this week. Americans. So before we go into this debacle of a game against the Falcons, we have to celebrate the fact that we beat the Eagles. <laughs> That is worth celebration, I suppose, because they are the our Eagles. division rival. They they're, are my the sec- they're my second most hated team. I'm so pumped that we were able to like come back and beat them and like stayed strong at the end of that game. That's usually when we just like, you know, crumble. Dude, all I have to say about that game is I, I saw two teams that were doing everything possible to lose that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it yeah. was like who wanted to lose it more? And it was the yep. Eagles. Apparently, you know, it was the Eagles. Guys, we could get two, one, and three. Everybody was getting excited about uh, you know two and two and all of this with with the Redskins, but these haven't been the prettiest games. I mean, the ones we've won, the ones we've lost, everybody's like, "Yeah, we should have won that game. We could have won that game." And the ones we won, it's like, "Oh, we could have lost that game." Dude, that's <laughs> because our our team is very precarious, and we are. We touched on it last week. When we talked about our offense, dude, Kirk Cousins is not that good. He basically throws five yard passes and behind people all game. That's all he does. Even I have to admit, 
he throws a hell of a lot of passes behind people. He'll throw like one or two good passes a game. Everything else is like, all right, how are we going to baby this down for him so we can not look like idiots on the field? Let's let's uh, make these short passes, and he decides really quickly before he has the chance to get sacked. And if it's not there, he throws it away. Yep. I mean, where the hell and where the hell is Alfred Morris? Yeah, what? How many times did he have the ball last week? Like five? Not many. Not he a lot. had. Let's see. It's it felt like he didn't have it hardly any. Alfred Morris had eight carries last week. Eight. They spread it around. I mean, Matt Jones had eleven carries on the day, but Alfred Morris had eight. Here's what I don't get. Let me talk about Morris for a minute since we're since we're there. They seem to not be getting anywhere up the middle. Are you guys? Do you guys see that? Every time they run up the middle, Alfred Morris gets stuffed. I don't it's care who because, we're playing. It's because Lichtensteiger's kind of a small center. We got a backup last week. Yeah, so then we get, stop running up the middle. I they mean, keep if you doing that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I see exactly what you're saying. It's like if they go up the middle or if they go up the left side, where uh, what's what's the name of the guy that's playing left guard now? Uh. Who the hell is Most, that? No. I keep wanting no left guard. I keep wanting uh, to call him Mo Hurt, but he's no longer on the team. <laughs> Spencer Long. Spencer Long. Spencer Long. Spencer. Is that the name of like a school of business? Spencer Long School of Business. <laughs> yeah, every time they run it over there, it, it gets stuffed as well. It's like they <clears throat> they were having success with Laval there, and they keep trying to run the same plays with the Spencer Long guy, and it's not working. I don't get it, man. Yeah, I, remember we thought it was going to be this Ari Amanjahuo guy, according to Redskins.com roster death chart. <laughs> say, say, say that again? Ari Komojahua. Okay. Isn't that his name? Excellent. I don't know his name. Kamaji? His first name's Ari. All right, we're going to call him Ari. We're going to call him Ari. Ari Gold. Ari yeah, Gold. Exactly. So, yeah, we thought it was going to be him when we talked about it because uh, that's what the depth chart said on Redskins.com, which is wrong. They're more Apparently, wrong than we are. Yeah, no it, lie. Still he still is. RG3 is their starting quarterback. <laughs> he should be. Well, what did I text you, Aaron, yesterday? I said, there's so many injuries to the offensive line, they might start RG3. Yeah. just so they At play. offensive line? But they don't want him to get injured. Yeah, Remember, that's why they have him. I don't know. Gruden, Gruden had a little dig at him again uh, yesterday when they were like, huh. you know, we have all these injured players, which we'll get to. And then Gruden was like, and they were like, well, there, can you make some roster moves to help with that? And he's like, nope, there's no one we can cut. And I think what that was saying was like, I would love to cut RG3, but people won't let me. But I'm not allowed to. I would love to exactly. cut Gruden because. What were those plays he called late in the game? I don't even remember the exact situation because it was so it was like six days ago. But when we needed to score or get a first down near the end of the game, and didn't he run like a couple bonehead plays, and then it was like a three down? Do you even remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, so that's when you texted me and you were like, you're like, Cruden is a moron. He, I can't stand him anymore. I'm done with him. And, dudes, I'm sorry. Kirk Cousins is just not good. He's not. He's, he's average. 
He's average to below average, and they're make, giving him these really simple plays. He'll throw like a screen. He'll th- he'll throw like a post to a tight end or someone in the middle, and he'll throw like a, a swing pass or an out. Here's what I think about Kirk Cousins. I think he's I think he's average to above average, but I think that and I think he has potential to be really good. I can see it, but the question is, can that happen? with Jay Gruden at the helm. I don't know because the kind of, you know, it, to me what he's showing with these play with the play calling and what he's having Cousins do out there is not necessarily highlighting Cousins' best side, so to speak. I, I just I just don't see it. What is I think it all side? comes I don't know. I think it all comes back to Jay. Just like with RG3. I feel like if he had taken the time to work RG3 into a system that plays to his strengths, he's got to do the same thing with any quarterback. You can't yeah. You can't shoehorn a size 12 shoe into a to a ladies, you know, petite size six. You got to figure out how to how to make, you know, form the the fit around the quarterback in a lot of ways. And I think that he just hasn't done that, nor is he willing to do that, it seems, with any quarterback. Yeah. And you know who has more potential? The dude that won seven straight games and a freaking division title in his rookie year. Get him out there. Get him out there. Let him play. Get him out there, get RG3 playing, and when he gets hurt, put in Kirk Cousins. That was the whole point. But if you're going right. to play him, don't like make him stand in the pocket like a sitting duck. Uh-huh, exactly. And that's that's where there were rumors, like we were talking about in the preseason, where he was actually hoping, I think, Aaron, you as well, um, that RG3 would get hurt. That's why his concussion that lasted. That was our conspiracy. Jay that Gruden. conspiracy. <laughs> There was, and there have been people in the NFL, like other coaches and whatnot, of teams that have said off the record that they thought Jay Gruden was trying to get RG3 hurt. Oh, in that game? Yeah. It was ridiculous. Because then, after he did get hurt, Kirk Cousins was doing all these rollouts and plays that he should have been doing with his starting quarterback to prevent him from being injured in a preseason game. Yeah. The offensive line isn't going to block, either pull him out of the game, we'd be like, all right, our O-line is totally screwed up in this game. We're not going to risk our starting quarterback for a preseason game. Or give him plays to where he can move. Because that's what he's good at. And Jay Gruden stands over there on the sideline with that hat looking like Spanky from, what is it, the Little Rascals. <laughs> <laughs> and he make Kirk Cousins, <laughs> half of Kirk Cousins' passes, I swear, at least in this game, I tweeted like four times, like pass behind, pass behind his the receiver. The last two games, pass behind his last receiver. Two games. I don't get it. And I think that I think that pass that was intercepted that was kind of behind Garcon, Garcon that he tipped it was up. it was the first interception, yeah. And we've we've all discussed this and decided that we can't really blame Kirk Cousins for that last interception because uh, Ryan Grant fell down. Yeah, so that's sure. What- that's what uh, even people like uh, Brian Mitchell had to had to uh, agree on that one. That was just unfortunate. I mean, because they, I, hey, look, we have to give credit where credit is due. The team stayed in there and fought back against even, an undefeated team. Against an undefeated team, even when they were um, on the road. You know. Yeah. yeah. Even after it looked like they were going to lose, I mean, just to get to overtime. Yeah. They had like tw- 21 seconds or something. Remember, we were like, oh, man, after that play got reversed when Atlanta scored, we were like, <clears throat> and then they scored like two plays later. I was like, oh, man, it would have been better if they would have just 
that, not yeah. have returned it because we had had 30 seconds or whatever. But it didn't matter because this new kicker that came out of nowhere, <laughs> you know who it must have had something to do with that guy? Scott McLuhan. Because <laughs> <laughs> this guy came out of nowhere. He did finally miss a kick in this game because he got jinxed by uh, Dick Stockton or whoever it was. I think it was. Was it Dick? No, it was uh, NASCAR. Oh, right. It was it was Ronde and NASCAR. Chris Myers. Dick Stockton. But then at the end of, of the regulation, he, like, nailed a 52-yarder. Yeah, just, like, straight up. It wasn't even – yeah. I mean, this guy could be solid. And his kickoffs are, dude, 100 it's, times better than um, Cobra Kai's, you got to yeah, say. Yeah, got to say. Absolutely. But, yeah, the team fought hard. I just think they're not – they're not that good. Like the offense they're running looks so Mickey Mouse. Everything's short. Have, when did they ever throw a pass that's more than ten yards? In tomorrow's game, check a, check how many times they throw the ball more than ten yards down the field. Most they threw of the, the time, ball downfield. They threw the ball downfield in this last game, like a deep pass once, and that was when we got that pass interference call. <laughs> yeah, that was it. And that was it. And it, they're saying that we they might do that to Deshaun Jackson. But right. everybody knows if you have a dude like Deshaun Jackson, and if he's not there, he, um, what's-his-face, Ross, that they say is so fast. If you go deep to him once early in the game, even if he doesn't, it's not completed, they know, hey, these guys might go deep, and that backs them off a little bit. That would uh -huh. help the run, too. Mm -hmm. Yep. And mm -hmm. just to go back to that last drive, instead of having 51 seconds, uh, Redskins made it back. <clears throat> Made it far enough for Dustin to kick a field goal in 24 seconds. Yeah, and I don't think there's enough made in football, and I don't think people, unless they're really, really, um, this sounds weird, experienced in watching the game, I don't think that many people realize how much strategy goes on with setting up plays later. Like, all those runs even when we were going up the middle and getting like one and two yard carries, those are setting up the play action. Those are setting up a bunch of stuff. Right. I mean, you're not, Do you, you don't always have to think every play doesn't have to be, you know, five yards to be considered successful. It would be like, <clears> all right. <throat> that's going to set them up. Here we go. We're going to come back to that and we're going to fake them out and do this. Do you guys find that when you're talking to people like at work about football and you start discussing things like you were just saying, Aaron, that they just kind of look at you like what, what are you talking about? They don't understand like the chess match stuff with it. Yeah, like yeah. setting up things for later. And I can't say I understand it all either. I mean, I can, I just know it's like, you know, I'll see a play, and then I'll like text you guys and be like, all right, now we're set up to do this. Let's do this. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah, a lot, I mean, yet, a lot of people don't don't. It kind of becomes it. a natural progression, though. Like you're kind of, you know, you're going through and you're watching what's happening. Then it's like, all right, they're setting up. This is perfect, perfect spot right here for the run or for the pass or for a play option play or a uh, play yeah. action pass. Yeah, or, or something. I mean, or, or I, or I'd be like, you know what I do right here? I do like a little bubble screen underneath or something. Like I'd have, uh, I'd have Alfred Morris come in and like block and then shed off the block and then go underneath and catch a little pass here. That'd be perfect right here. And a lot of times, like you know, I find that watching the game those are kind of like natural things that just kind of happen it just seems like that's you would think though if that's the case like if you're setting it up for that why does the other team realize you're setting it up for that how do you trick the other team 
all because part they of don't the game. know. They don't know if you're going to do it this time or you're going to do what you just did the last time. That's so I remember. Thing. It's like when you, are they going to do it? They know it's I coming remember. at some point, and that's why they have to back off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I remember discussing <laughs> that sort of thing like way back when we were all much younger, like Joe Gibbs coaching 1.0, talking about, oh yeah, they do those plays to set up this kind of play and blah blah blah. Right. But. I mean, they especially with this little offense that has like ninety percent of the playbook is a three or four yard pass or you know a run. They have to go deep at least once early in the game. Absolutely, you oh, have yeah. to you have to keep the safeties back a little bit. You have to make it so the corners aren't going to come up and jam your guys right on the line of scrimmage. And I think that's why Deshaun would be big if he's going to play this week. Which oh, apparently yeah. he tweaked something again. Dude, what is with all these injury-prone players on our team? It's like you have these good players, and they're like these breakout stars that can make these big plays happen. Those are always the guys that get they get hurt. I mean, even look at it on the line. Look, like Silverback's out this week. I know we'll talk about that. I mean, it's just like he's what? tough though, dude. That guy. Yeah, dude. But he is now. Yeah, he's out if, with a concussion supposedly. Yeah, if he's out, he's he's really mm-hmm. out. He's not like he was his first couple years where he was kind of a baby about stuff. Lichtensteiger, he's Schnell. out. Last week they said he played with a broken finger and like a something else, his shoulder. Yeah. And he played like the whole game, and it wasn't until after the game he was like, uh, dudes, I'm injured. <laughs> because he knew they were going to put in licorice. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> dudes. All right, I was... Early in this week, before I heard about all these injuries, you know, and seeing the way they fought against Atlanta, which I was pretty proud of, even though I don't think we have the most skilled team in the world. At least they were fighting. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to – I was like, the Jets are dead in the water. And then I hear all about all of these injuries. Who wants to break it down? Nobody. Who wants what? Break in down three, the injuries. Two, one, injuries. Injury report. Injuries. <laughs> and now the injury report yeah, with John Adams. Is there music that goes with this? All right. So, I mean, we go right into it. Talk about this. Is so back this and I can't even break it down. There's so many, so many injuries, and they're all so different. It's like, uh, what? It's not like all a hamstring or this and that. It's like weird stuff. A toe. A hang. A hangnail. Dude, all I know is that we're, we're, we've got Morgan Moses and Scherf on the right side, Licorice at center. Oh my goodness! Spencer Long, School of Business at left guard. Spencer Long, School of Business. And who is and and Ty Nishki? Is that how they say his name? N S E K H E. Wait, wait. So like Trent wait, Williams who's playing? Or, on, who's playing left tackle? That's Ty Nishki. Are you N-S-E-K-H-E. serious? N-S-E-K-H-E. He's playing well, left tackle? Who else are they going to put there? Morgan Moses? RG3? Who, who did... Um... They need to put someone there. He's... Wait, you're telling me that Silverback's backup is this Nitschke guy that hasn't even played? Who's Dude, playing center? He's, he's licorice. On the blind side, they have someone this that's Ty never Nitschke. played? All right, I'm going to break down this Ty Nishki guy. He's 6'8", 325 pounds. <laughs> you're not breaking him down, dude. He's huge. <laughs> he is a hoss. He is 29 years old and has played for such teams as the, the Montreal Raiders. Alouettes, the Corpus Christi Sharks, the San Antonio Talons, and 
Philadelphia soul. Philadelphia soul. And he is protecting our quarterback's blind side. He sure is. Wait, I thought somebody, they said somebody else might play that instead of Nitschke. Well, they're saying that it's going to be a Nitschke now. <laughs> All right, go across the line. Nitschke. So we got Nitschke. We got Spencer Long School. We got Josh Licorice. Oh, my goodness. And then we've got the rookie, Sheriff. And Morgan, you had one job, Moses, oh on the goodness. right. Dude, it might be, you, you might be right, dude. Our conspiracy theory will come will be complete if RG3 is active for if tomorrow's game. If he's active for this game, <laughs> we'd be totally right. Okay, all right. So basically our O-line and the Jets, I believe, have one of the top uh, defenses in the league, don't they? they yeah, they have a, a good uh, uh, front on that defense. Oh my goodness. In, so so basically you're not going to see any passes longer than 3 yards because it's going to be a quick one two step drop throw before they even have a chance to get past licorice. <laughs> and even that might be too long. Yeah. Licorice is oh my goodness. I didn't even know he played center to tell you the truth. I didn't either, dude. I think I, mean, I, I thought I remembered they he was the backup at center cuz I was like they couldn't get anyone else to be the backup at center. And we were saying Licorice, Licorice was going to be cut, dude. Remember? Um, well, yeah. I guess after tomorrow, we'll have to re we'll have to re uh, <laughs> reassess that situation. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that. Okay, and then give us the yeah. rundown on the skill position injuries. More. Uh, Sean Jackson tweaked his hammy. He and Thursday. he's and he's what questionable? He is a game time decision. So that's probable, basically. They said they listed him as questionable, but oh my goodness! So he's probably not going to play. Deshaun, yeah, yeah, he hurt himself again in practice. Dude, he hasn't even played since Miami. Dude, he played on his first target. He got it injured. Like, yeah, it was like his third. I know play. it was like week one, right? It was like the first against quarter. Miami. Yeah, yeah. Dude's oh, talking about other questionables. Matt Jones is questionable. Matt, Matt Jones. Jones. Yep. With a toe injury. What about no. Jordan Reed? I know. Between Jordan Reed is out. Are you serious? Still, dude, he's gonna have a concussion for like the. Re they might as well put him on injured reserve because he's, he's out. Concussion again. He's out. As I would not is count on him to come back at all. Yep. And then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, of course, D'Angelo Hall still out, and he's ruled Chris out. And Chris Culver. They're both yep. ruled out. Yep. 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 Out. Out. Dude, out. Dude, we're done. <laughs> we're totally done. Who else is injured? Anyone? Uh, barf, brain, barf, brain injury. <laughs> yeah, I like that, dude. Oh my goodness! I, oh, I don't oh, know how they're gonna review. do. Lichtensteiger is like hurt everywhere. He's hurt his shoulder, a finger, and his neck. Yeah, oh no, dude! Who did you, you say? Licorice. Licorice is in. Lichtensteiger. Who's Licorice, though, dude? Josh Licorice. Josh Licorice. He's not playing center, dude. Your dog. I think he is, Josh. No, Josh Laribus is coming in at center. That's Licorice. Josh. <laughs> why do you call him? Why do you call him Licorice? We've, We've been always called, called him Josh Licorice, Licorice for How like many? three years. I know, dude. Oh. Where you been? Man, Who do I don't you know think why we were calling Licorice? I don't know why we call him that. I would call him like French ribs or something. Josh was probably like. Man, I never see this guy Licorice. They're always I keep talking looking about. for this guy named Licorice. They're talking about. I'm like, who is this? Oh my goodness, dude! Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. It's not Josh Licorice playing center. It's some guy named Josh Lebrius. It's, it's Josh Lebrius, dude. 
You know that guy not picked Chet up Baker, it's Chris. Dude, since we first heard it's of Josh Chet. Lick, His name you, is Chet. When we when they drafted Josh Licorice, the first time in preseason, I couldn't say his name. I was like, this Josh uh, Licorice guy. And that was like four years ago. He's a Cowboy fan, by the way. Yeah, and every year we talk about how he should be cut. Because he's bad and he's lazy. And he, like, Whatever comes, happened to, he to comes that? out of shape to, to camp every year. What happened to that dude Willie Smith that we had in the preseason on the O-line? We cut him. Wait, there's some other guy. Who was it this week that we cut for like the fourth time this year? Oh, oh that was Frank Curse. <laughs> yeah, he's cursed, dude. Curse he is cursed. He, we keep signing him and then cutting him. The good thing, I read about him. Uh, I He does, his salary is guaranteed for the year. So he's not like, because he's a veteran. So he's not like a rookie getting cut and not even getting paid. So that's nice, at least, because I'm always here about those guys, and I'm like, dang, they don't even get paid sometimes. So it's not like, uh, it's not like Dan Snyder, like we can save a little bit of money if we just cut him for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut him right before the game and save a little bit of money. And by the way, we'll sell all this out of date beer from the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, and we'll cut out about ten thousand more seats, so it'll look like we're still sold out. Let's let's build some cardboard or uh, little plywood like boxes and put them over some of the seats. <laughs> yeah, did you hear how they said that they're modular so that they can <laughs> they can just keep changing them every week? <laughs> Dude, and I saw something last game, last home game, modular that I had. I saw something last home game I hadn't seen before. There's a tarp over a small section of a. Uh, yes. I think, I think the the Ring of Honor seats, like in one end zone, there's a tarp. Modular means cardboard. <laughs> so they don't they don't have to physically take out the seats and put them back in. They just what is the tarp for? Maybe there's a leak. Maybe <laughs> they have a leak over there, dude. We should talk to Jacksonville Jaguars because they are like the kings of the tarps. Like their entire upper deck at their stadium. God, hey, dudes, why don't we why don't we spring for like having a tarp printed for Harry Hog football and have that put up in the stadium? <laughs> that would be. I don't know, but you know what? The way the Redskins are going, we could probably afford to be the uh, the pregame sponsor on ESPN 980 because right now they've got like Highs Chimney Service, the yeah, official pregame, right. the official Highs <laughs> Chimney I Service. Know, I know, I know. Oh, like it used to be things like Call FedEx. Call one eight 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 Highs one two three. <laughs> it, used, it used to be stuff like you know McDonald's or like big companies and now it's highest chimney service highest like chimney some service. local company like how many yeah. people even still have a chimney not that many your job your credit that's at right eastern motors they, they probably b- barely beat out eastern motors for the uh, it's because like they deal. you know so when cooley is like doing his talk he can be like <laughs> he can be like guys you know what this time of year i'm about ready for a fire in the house and uh, when I think about that, I got to make sure my chimney's clean. So uh, I <laughs> call Sonny Chimney Service. Uh, man, they keep it clean as a whistle all the time so I can stay comfy and warm. Yeah. And Sonny's like, if you need your chimney clean, make sure you call my friends at Highs Chimney Service. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the best, the best Cuban cigars now that cigars from Cuba are back in the United States. I can die a happy man. <laughs> All right. Enough about those guys. All right. Let's get back to the injury report. Does that handle the injuries? That's all. I mean, how many? We don't even have any more people on the team than that. I don't know. Everybody's in. So basically, what's going to happen is RG3 will probably be active by default because we don't have enough people 
that aren't injured to be. <laughs> do we have to activate? What? How many do we have to activate? I think forty. What's the minimum six, number? Act forty-five. Forty-five. I don't know. Somewhere in the it's upper forties is how many. Forty-five. I think it's forty-five because you have fifty-three. You know that's got to eat away at him a little bit, though, not to be able to even dress out week to oh, week. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I don't know, dude. If I was getting paid millions of dollars, I don't know if I would mind not putting on spandex pants and sitting on a bench. Well, the last time he did that, he was getting the utter like crap beaten out of him on the field, so maybe he doesn't mind. Yeah, maybe because <laughs> his coach hates him and has a conspiracy against him. And notice the backup quarterback. They mentioned this in the game. Why would the backup quarterback go to train with the head coach's brother in the offseason when they're not allowed to have? Oh right. Like football contact or whatever, and instead of the head, instead of the starting quarterback, he basically said that RG three was the starter, <clears throat> so he could take all that wear and tear during those first few preseason games, knowing that then he was going to change Kirk Cousins to the starter. Yeah, could be. Anyway, enough it's, about that conspiracy theory. He um, wasn't training, by the way. He was he was watching film. Whatever. He was watching film with John Gruden. John Gruden's always talking about some bent banana 22 and stuff. <laughs> this is my favorite play, the bent banana 22, said Goliath. The bent <laughs> banana 22. Said Goliath to John Gruden. I gotta say, the bent banana 22 is my favorite. And what you do is you hand the ball off and you ram it up right in here. You just ram it right up there. The bent banana 22, <laughs> said Goliath. Bent banana 22. You ran the ball right up in here. <laughs> right there. Oh, my. <laughs> Works every time. <laughs> All right. What else we got? All right. We need to wrap this up because Josh is planning his big sausage fest here in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do have a big. We do. If you're in the Raleigh area tonight, man, shoot me a sh hit me up on Twitter. Um, big Oktoberfest party. So also if you're listening to Josh's Sausage Fest. Yeah, man, I just smoked a bunch of sausages. <laughs> He's been smoking sausage all day. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Oh, He's guys, I, I do have too. to say, so we brewed four beers for the occasion. Um, I brewed a really nice uh, double IPA that uh, clocked in at 9.3 on the uh, alcohol by volume level. On the Richter scale. Yes. That's quite pretty, nice. That's pretty powerful, dude. A little high octane action right there. Um, it's like but we've got also got a nice saison. Did a nice uh, strong ale and a black IPA as well. All right. If that was the double IPA, is what's the strong ale? What is that like? Fifty percent alcohol? No, it's only a, ended up like six point seven. But. All right, so it's anyway, send Josh an email at josh at harryhogfootball.com or hit him up on Twitter. Uh, don't send me an email, man. I'm not checking email tonight. Just hit me on Twitter at harryhog, and I'll see it if you want to come to the Oktoberfest party if you're in Raleigh. Yeah. Uh, I can't even hear John anymore. John, did you hit your mic, or did you wiggle your wire or something? Can you hear me? Kind of, but you're really low. You got to clip to your beard again, man. <laughs> Back in the day, John used to clip the little microphone actually to his beard. Yeah, you're you're really muffled there, John. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think you wiggled your wire because I hear some static. Yeah. Anyway. All right. 
So other things to talk about. Um, do we want to go to break and then do games and kicks and uh, close this thing out? Or what do you want to do? Let's just go straight into games and kicks. Games and kicks. All right. Close this thing out. All right, here we go. Uh, we lost, right? We lost. Yes, as usual. Why do I even need to ask? So let's go ahead and... And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. Game Con- Ball Award brought to you by High's Chimney. Go, Josh. Contrary to Aaron's predictions, we lost. I must say that Aaron had predicted we would beat Atlanta in week five with a score of 44 to 7. You know what else I predicted in week Just five? Point that out. You know what else I predicted in week five? What did you predict? That my team would beat John's in the Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League, and it came to fruition. Yeah. Right, John? Oh, no. Did do we, we completely lose do John? Do we lose John? Is John gone? Can't you hear oh, I can hear him barely. I can barely hear you. Barely hear you. All right. So what are we giving? Game Ball Awards? Um, Game Ball Awards. Game Ball Award for this week. John, crank you the have, game. John, crank it up, man. You have yours? My game ball goes to uh, uh, Jameson Chowder. Jameson Chowder. All right. Yeah. Eight receptions for 87 yards that led the team. Yeah, that dude who we call Josh's dog because he's from his neck of the woods down there. Duke! He, uh, yeah, I like that guy a lot. That's a good one, John. He's um, going to be good. He's yeah, going to be really I, good. I'm glad they're playing him, and they're not playing stupid Andre Roberts. We need to cut. We said in the preseason that they should cut Andre Roberts. That could be a roster move right there, man. They're not going to cut him. That could be a roster move. You know what I'm talking about? That guy right there, Andre Roberts, he could be a roster move. Yeah, let's change. Let's try. <laughs> see if we can trade I'm him. I'm ball coach, man. Yeah, I coach back there back in the day, and I'm telling you, Andre Roberts, we can move him off the roster. All right, who else? All right, my turn. John's turn. Go, John. I John win. Or Josh. Just, I mean. Sorry. All right. For me, I'm going to give it to game ball to Derek Carrier. Um, he was starting in place of injured Reed this week. Uh, uh, injured, uh, what's his face? Jordan Reed, who was injured. And um, As usual. Yeah, his first touchdown catch uh, ever, right? His first career touchdown catch. Ever. After he caught that ball, I was like, he kind of did the spike thing and threw it away. I was like, dude. Aren't you gonna want that ball? That's yeah, rear like catch. But he didn't he's seem to too care. Too cool for school for that. He's just too like, cool right, for go. school. Yeah, man. You know, so many so many players have been like, "Give me that ball," and they would put a piece of tape on it with his name on it. He's not all sentimental like that. He's just a football player. Right. So there you go, Derek Carrier for me this week. <laughs> all right, my ball, game ball. Wait, someone's got some serious static. My game ball is gonna go to the kicker, and his name is Dustin Hop. Dustin Hoffman. Tootsie. Tootsie. <laughs> Tootsie. Or Rain Man. Because Tootsie. even though he missed one after Chris Myers NASCAR jinxed him, he came back with the game on the line and tied up to go to overtime with a 52-yarder. and Like it was nothing. And all of his kickoffs are in the end zone, which we've been asking for for years now. So that's who my kick – I'm sorry, game ball is going to. Josh, yeah, somebody, is that you? No, it is not. I think it's John. Well, I don't even hear what you're talking about. I think it's Josh. It's not me. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. I think it's Aaron. Oh my. 
All right, this week's <laughs> kicking the balls award from Aaron is going to go to Deshazan Everett because <laughs> near the yeah, end of the man. game, when we were trying to like you know win, he ran out of bounds on that kick, that punt, and didn't come back in. Remember this? Did he? Didn't he try to like block someone? He just didn't didn't come back in directly, and it gave them the ball like 15 yards even further up. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is wrong with that guy? Everett. And I'm also giving a kick to Kirk Cousins. All right, go ahead. <laughs> and Jay Gruden. I'll give my kick to uh, Alfred Morris, because you can't keep your uh, starting running back job back by getting 1.9 yards a carry. Yeah. I'll you gotta, say, you got to pound some yards, man. You got to pound through there. Get mad. He needs to get mad. Yeah. Well, maybe this will be his week. <laughs> I don't know with that offensive line what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, this week, who knows? It could be a debacle. It's going to be a ton of bubble passes out to Chris Thompson. And we're playing up in the ghetto lands where we... Again, always... we had to go there twice this year. What is that about? And we suck there. Anyway. Go ahead, Josh. Um, okay. I got to give my kick to, it's gotta be, I think it's gotta be Chris Culliver this week, dude. I thought he was horrible. I thought he was, dude, wasn't he injured? It was like, he wasn't on the field. Exactly. That's I mean, he wasn't, he was, was he? <laughs> he was, wasn't he? Dude, I thought he was injured last week. No, he was injured last week. He didn't play. Chris Culliver didn't play. Josh, did you watch the game? <laughs> what are you talking about? Were you uh, were you hanging out with Josh Licorice? Dude, Chris Culliver didn't play. You know what it is? I think I'm thinking about him. He played in the uh, Eagles game. He did play in the Eagles game. I'm thinking Eagles game. See, man, because when we skip a week, it's screwing <laughs> dude, me up, dude. It's all of Josh like giving game, giving kicking the balls to people that get shot, that don't, <laughs> that don't play. Don't play. All He's right, got sausage okay. fest on his mind. <laughs> I, I do, man. He's got right, sausages let's, let's like, coming out of every orifice right now. Let's fast forward a week. All right, he was horrible in the Eagles game. Let's go. Let's fast forward a week to the Falcons game. Um, I'm going to give it to Will Compton then. Will Compton, mm. I thought he was uh, – he, he did not play well. Uh, it, it seemed like uh, he, couldn't, he couldn't tackle Freeman on any of those runs to save his life. Burnt all day long. Will Compton. He, he was having trouble. He did something good in that game early, but then, yeah. Can I, yeah. Give, can I give another kick in the balls? Because I thought for sure you guys would have picked this one. Um, dude that the week before played so incredible, Pierre, Gar Pierre Garçon, who would have gotten my game ball the week before for those clutch catches in that one at the end to seal the win. But this week it was the opposite. He kept dropping them, even though they were somewhat behind him. He dropped a few earlier in the game. And I was like, what's up with that? Anyway. Yeah. Will Compton yeah. recovered a fumble. Did he? What happened? Mm, Will don't I don't know. Me. I just he me. I felt like he got schooled on the run all day. I don't. think I you did. You did. You're exactly right. I felt like he was behind the ball all the time. It's like he too bad Kirk like, Cousins wasn't throwing it to him then. It's like he'd rush in to, <laughs> to try to – I don't think he was blitzing, but it was like he would act like he was going to blitz. And the next thing you know, the ball's on the other side of him, and now he's chasing the ball <laughs> instead of instead of actually watching. It's like his eyes were glued 
on on Matt Ryan the whole time, even after Matt Ryan had handed off the ball. It's like he couldn't get away from him. Dude, someone needs to wiggle their wire. There's a short or something. All right. Anyway, that's enough. Enough of that. All right. Well, dudes, let's wrap it up because Josh has to get to his sausage fest. I do. I got to go check on the on the smoker. Got to go check on the winners and the smoker. He's got to go smoke some sausages. Sausage fest. It's the name of this right. episode. Sausage fest. All right, guys. The game this week is what? It's one o'clock on Sunday, correct? Against the Jets on Fox in the Ghetto Land. Thanks to uh, thanks to our longtime benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. You can follow him on Twitter at Desmond C. Lee too, because Desmond C. Lee one was already taken. Um, or hack. Um, hey, I do want to point out that Aaron's predictions this week: Redskins are going to beat the Jets seventy-four to three. Just saying. <laughs> yes. Injuries or not, we're beating them 74 to 3. Are you we'll sure it happens. wasn't 7 to 3? Nope, 74. Point to four. <laughs> 74 to 3, guys. Um, here was my prediction because I actually came back and said, no, I disagree. We're going to win 28 to 17. That's Josh's prediction. Okay. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see who's closer. It'll probably be me. I think we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know about this O line at that point. Oh, my goodness. If I would have seen that, it would have been 74 to 3. Anyway, dudes, let's see what happens in this impending Halloween debacle tomorrow. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Um, give us an email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Reach us on Twitter at harryhog or give us a ring a ding ding at 177 harryhog. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins, and if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do. Yep. Joker! Joker!